2: Happy weekend and good morning, radio family. Welcome back. Once again, the weekend edition of Community Focus on our Odyssey stations gets underway, which means it is time to engage once again in wonderful conversation with members of our Community Focus family. And I can't think of two finer people to welcome back to the program, two gentlemen who are really family and return on the program to share some very important information. I want to say... First of all, good morning and thank you to Clayton Financial Solutions. Our topic of discussion this morning, Radio Family, will be about asset recovery and what's known as the ERC program. That stands for Employee Retention Credit. We'll get into the particulars of that, but let me shout out a good morning to both DeAndre Clayton and Reggie Briscoe. Brothers, good morning. How are you and welcome back.
3: Good morning. Good morning, Renee. It's such a pleasure to be here with you as always. I know it's been a little bit since I've been here. Right. People from my family came up and all this kind of <laughs> stuff, but I've been looking forward to speaking with you again about what we got going on.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And and Reggie, the last time I talked with you, we were talking about uh, a line of, of home equity credit. And so I really learned some things the last time you and, and Michael were on the program. So welcome back. How have you been?
4: Um, Wonderful since then, things just keeping on moving along. We, uh, um, as I told you before, I'm just living a good life because of the people who I know and the people who help me. Uh, And so life is good for me right now. We're still doing the HELOC. uh, Exactly. uh, If anyone wants to uh, have some additional information regarding that, simply put, we can help you to pay your house off in five to seven years. And it's not magic, it's just mathematics. Right. And so there's a program that taught me how to do that, and I want to share it with everyone.
5: And
2: everyone. I so appreciate you for doing that. And I like the way you put that, Reggie. It's it's really all about, like you said, the good company that, that we keep. And you, both of you gentlemen, definitely a wonderful company. I've been looking forward to this conversation And, Reggie, as you mentioned, the HELOC, of course, is the home equity line of credit that you were talking about. And I remember taking some good notes, and we were just talking about this briefly before we got on air, that you and I will be having a little one-on-one conversation about that a little later down the road. But our topic of discussion today, like I said, is the Clayton Financial Solutions Asset Recovery and the ERC program. So let me start with the surplus fund questions By asking, what are surplus funds and why should a homeowner with either liens and mortgages on the property believe they can receive a surplus refund?
3: Well, you know, that's a really, really good question. What are surplus funds? Um, So I'll start with that. First and foremost, surplus funds. You might have heard different names for it. Right. Uh, Some call it uh, excess funds. Some call it tax overages, mortgage overages. And uh, basically, it goes by all those names, uh, but what it really, really focuses on is that oftentimes, when those who are disenfranchised they get foreclosed on, um, usually they'll receive a notice that foreclosure is coming. However, they never receive the notice afterwards, uh, and and what that means is by the time that they're foreclosed on, then an auction happens, the home is auctioned off on, and it always starts off, or at least the starting bid, is going to be the amount owed. So everything beyond that starting bid is typically the surplus that is there and uh, that the homeowner, the previous homeowner, is actually entitled to. And so a lot of times we deal with people who have been foreclosed on and they don't realize uh, that they are entitled to it simply because that notice is sent out after they've already been foreclosed on mm-hmm.
6: to the foreclosed. Selling a little or a lot.
0: Brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beauty Rest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
3: Address. So, of course, they don't see it because, you know, they weren't there to see it. Um, but the other portion that I always like to help people to understand, because once they get foreclosed on, they think they're not entitled to anything. Right. But think about it like this. If you put equity into a home over time, you are not renting, you were paying to own it. And then all of a sudden, because you didn't pay taxes for a year, two years or whatnot, does it take away the equity? Of course not. Right. So that's actually the reason why the surplus is entitled to go to the previous homeowner, uh, because it's only fair by what the law dictates.
2: And I appreciate you sharing that information because, DeAndre, this says a couple of things, at least to me. Number one, when we, we talk about owning a home, being a home buyer and owning property, this is likely going to be one of the most important purchases that an individual will make. And you really don't put an age on it, per se, because you have homeowners who can be college graduates, persons who are first-time home buyers, who are looking Mm -hmm. to furnish or purchase, rather, and furnish, of course, their first home. You also have retirees who are either upsizing or they're downsizing because kids are grown. They've left the nest. Maybe they want to move into something smaller, maybe something a little bit bigger. And so you really have various or different scenarios dependent upon the individual. But I like that you're really giving us the financial education that's needed because a lot of times we don't understand terminology such as this. It's like we get blindsided maybe sometimes because we're just so focused on getting into the house But, of course, we know additional responsibilities come, especially when trying to maintain a home. And so when you have unfortunate situations where someone may be in a position to where there is a lien put on the house because maybe they are in dire financial straits. And I always Mm -hmm. reference this due to what's been a result of this pandemic when people were losing their jobs And it was resulting in not having the financial means with which to continue making those mortgage payments because they didn't have the necessary monies to continue making that monthly payment on a particular house. So thank you that you're sharing this information thus far. So the obvious next question is, what about cost and expenses? What does a recipient owe? And even more so, how is a recipient paid?
5: Gotcha. Gotcha.
3: That's a very good question. And really, to answer that question, there's kind of two different answers in reference to it because um, it all depends on when the claim is put in and when the motions are filed. So um, typically, uh, when you're dealing with a surplus uh, fund, um, the applicant really only has about seven days Uh, before it gets turned over fully into becoming a part of the state budget. So within that seven days, they can file and claim for it themselves, Mm -hmm. and uh, it probably would cost them around $120 total to do that. But recall that they never received that notice because they no longer live at that previous place, right? Right. So what we found oftentimes is because individuals didn't hop on it within that seven-day period, mm-hmm. there are many states whose um, state budget mirrors how much unclaimed property they have taken wow. for the year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, in places like California, you could be talking about $4 billion of property, and their state budget would be, interestingly, very, very close to that same number. Um, And the reason why is because they know that there's a very, very little opportunity for a person to just go and say, oh, I got foreclosed on. Next thing I'm going to do is just go and and find out when the option is and and then go ahead and and file this paperwork. So uh, the answer could be that if you were within that seven uh, to eight day period, you wouldn't need someone like me. Mm -hmm. But most of the time you would because you did not understand that exactly. that was something that was even entitled to you. Okay. So um, once it goes beyond that point, uh, most states also have what you call is achievement that occurs. So if the property has been foreclosed and paid out at the auction and the surplus has been sitting for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. it would cost more to release it simply because now there's another wall that exists so right. uh there's a there's a period where you can meet someone like myself an asset recovery firm that will hire the lawyer and take care of those types of things for you and there's no expense for what I'm doing up front mm-hmm. uh because we only get paid once the money is refunded back to you as as the recipient and so um when you're in that middle ground, which is where I, where I come into place, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have any expenses up front for what I do. Uh, it only comes out once the money has been retrieved for you from the lawyer. Uh, and so the lawyer typically would hold the money uh, in a escrow account, and then once the money has been released by the state, the lawyer would then send us both a check, mm-hmm. uh, one for, you know, what my fee is, and the other for uh, for what, you know, the remainder is for you, which is your lion's share of uh, how much that surplus was. So just to kind of give you an example, you know, I have a client who, uh, they're receiving $396,000, right? Right. They didn't know what was going on in their lives, uh, they didn't know that it existed. Uh, so they were very, very happy. I'm to sure. Know that with that
5: <laughs>
2: <problem>. <laughs> yeah, You know, that is excellent information, DeAndre. And I like the fact with the way that you and how you explained it, you're actually the middleman who is on our side. Because typically we mm-hmm. cut the middleman out because they're extra and You know, it's it's just all kinds of various scenarios that can take place. But you're the type of individual who is on our side. So I really like that, and I really appreciate it. Now, let me give uh, ask this question or throw this scenario out to you. What if the owner is deceased? Who is entitled to the surplus funds then?
3: okay so we run into this situation sometimes uh when an owner is deceased right uh obviously they may have beneficiaries or uh, maybe they had estate planning and uh so those who are inheritors of Mm -hmm. the estate would be splitting whatever the surplus release is um equally so uh typically um once an owner is deceased, if we find out uh, either from one of those who should have inherited the property um, or if we find out by, you know, our court examiner who we hired, um, then we go about skip tracing to find out who is related to this person right. in order to return this money to those who are related to them uh so that's that's a part of our process as well yes.
5: um
3: another part of it is sometimes it's also locked behind a trust
5: mm-hmm. and
3: there's uh some unique things that need to happen in order to release a property or the the money behind that property that was a uh, lot behind a trust but uh, we also go after that for our clients as well to be able to uh, retain those funds
2: very good to know So with that said, the next obvious question, because most people are thinking, oh, this is going to require me to have to go to court over this. So does a person have to go to court?
3: Uh, No, no. Uh, The person does not have to go to court at all. The only time um, a person would possibly have to go to court is the period of time before I can get involved. So if it's within that seven to eight day period mm-hmm. where you've been foreclosed on and you, and you figure it out and then you go to get the paperwork and, and even if that does happen and you need some advice on what to do, right. we are here for pro bono calls as well uh, to assist in letting you know what type of paperwork you would need to file right. to retain that at that seven or eight day period as well. Um, but Yeah, you won't have to go to court if it's after that period where my company gets involved because uh, the lawyer will be basically acting on your behalf Mm -hmm. for the entire time.
2: Beautiful. Well, let me ask you the final question for the first half of this program. And by the way, sir, you have done an excellent job with this. (laughs) How (laughs) long does the, (laughs) you're very welcome. How long does the court surplus refund process actually take?
3: Okay. So um, from the time that uh, our clients sign an agreement with us, uh, typically it takes about two to three weeks before um, the motion is fully filed. Basically, the lawyer has gathered all the paperwork and was able to get a court date. Mm -hmm. So um, usually after that two or three weeks, um, the court date could come maybe three or four weeks after that. And then uh, depending on what the decision is, um, the release of those funds, and this will be per state, uh, that's important. And sometimes per county, because um, when it comes to some, their courts are not as open and operating as others. Like for instance, in New York, I have a client that took eight months. And the reason why is because of the court not operating. So the lawyer didn't have the freedom to just go up there and kind of press Mm -hmm. the issue uh, with the court court, um, to release these funds a little bit quicker. So in other situations, like in North Carolina, our courts are are acting a little bit more frequently than Mm -hmm. those in New York are. Um, But, you know, there's a turnaround that can be three to four months on getting it from beginning to end uh, on on the whole process.
2: Well, excellent. Well, DeAndre, I want to thank you for covering the Asset Recovery and ERC uh, program. Well, actually, the surplus funds and asset recovery. And, Reggie, I know I am just as equally excited to get you in on the conversation to talk about the employee retention credit program that is also available. So that is obviously going to be our topic of discussion once we take a quick break. So again, I want to say thank you, Radio Family, for your great company and definitely the company of members of our Community focused family. Clayton Financial Solutions, our conversation again, asset recovery and the ERC program with both DeAndre Clayton and Reggie Briscoe will continue here on the weekend edition of Community Focus right after this. It is the weekend edition of Community Focus, heard every weekend on our Odyssey stations. Great company, as always. Thank you so much, radio family, and great conversation with members of our Community Focus family. Clayton Financial Solutions, we are discussing asset recovery and what's known as the ERC program. That stands for Employee Retention Credit. And I have two gentlemen who have nothing but great information to share with us on this and DeAndre Clayton and Reggie Briscoe. And DeAndre, with the surplus funds, can you kind of give us a recap for some who may just be joining us about why a homeowner really should have it? Can they receive it in terms of costs and expenses and how long this particular process takes?
3: Okay, sure, I can, I can do that. So um, surplus funds in a nutshell, is uh, oftentimes when a foreclosure has occurred, there's a surplus that's created because of the overbid at the auction. And so, uh, because so many uh, previous homeowners of the foreclosed property have no idea about the notice that's sent about them being entitled to that money, um, we go ahead and we assist in not only educating them that it exists, uh, but also how we can go about going after it. And uh, we take care of the costs and expenses of uh, going after it. And uh, we don't get paid unless uh, the recipient, uh, the former foreclosed uh, individual, got paid. So that's, that's how our business usually works. And uh, what we like to do after we've uh, retained these funds for individuals is also kind of give them a financial analysis. Right. Uh, because we know people fall upon hard times uh for whatever reason whether it be a loss of job or uh some health condition or anything like that and uh we just try to create a better plan for them so that if they do uh with these new funds go and purchase a new home that we can prevent them ever needing our services in reference to surplus again uh so that you know they can rest easy and know that they don't have to deal with the turmoil or trauma uh, from being removed from their homes and not knowing what to do. And so that's that's really what surplus funds is. That's really what my uh, company, Clayton Financial Solutions, does. And, uh, of course, I know you're about to turn over to my cohort, uh, <laughs> yes. who is uh, my efficacy kind of yeah. ERC resource partner. That's right. um, Because it's just another form of asset recovery. Um, it's just doing it on a different level. So I look forward to hearing what he has for you guys and and hopefully we can, uh, bring about a a good deal of education and be able to help you guys in the future, no matter where you're at, if you're foreclosed, if, if your company is struggling, uh, we want to be a part of being able to help you get back
2: on your feet. Absolutely. Well said. And let me say this, DeAndre, if I ever need a co-host for this public affairs program, (laughs) be on the ready. I'm just saying.
5: (laughs) I'm just saying.
2: Wonderful job. And thank you for that in helping me with introducing one Reggie Briscoe. And again, Reggie, it is so good to have you back here with us, our community-focused family member. So let's indeed talk about the ERC program. How does the employee retention
5: credit work?
4: Well, if I can, just before we get started on that, uh, DeAndre mentioned that uh, him and I are uh, uh, resource partners. We're efficacy resource partners, and we just partner because we've had a lot of success in helping people to recover uh, these particular retention credits. Uh, In fact, uh, we have helped uh, some to recover uh, up to... Two million dollars wow. uh, worth of recovery uh, just recently. Yeah. But let me define what that is. I sure. just wanted to put that out there because we, we're kind of newly working together, but we've had some success yes. on some projects that we've done. With reference to employee retention credit, you will hear the either ERC or ERTC, which is also the employee retention, tax credit. It's the same thing. It's a program that came along with the CARES Act. It's a stimulus program that's designed to help small businesses. Many times, larger businesses, they'll get the breaks, they'll get the funding, they'll get the recovery. Mm -hmm. But the smaller businesses have in the past been sort of left out in the cold. But for this time around, in connection with the CARES Act, they have extended it from 2020 to 2021, uh, multiple years, but it's credit for those companies that have been able to hold on to their employees through the COVID-19 pandemic. Right. Excellent, Reggie.
2: and, And I just wanted to add to the timeliness of our conversation. When you talk about the employee retention credit, especially, or the, the, ERTC. Since we are in the midst of tax season and a lot of us are making, you know, preparations to try to meet the deadline, which is forthcoming, we're either in a situation many of us are going to be likely needing an extension with which to file um, our taxes. It's really great to know that we have this information available and that we're sharing with our listening audience today. So, my next question yes. I wanted to ask who qualifies for the employee retention credit?
4: Who qualifies? We have to say this that just about 90% of every business out there will qualify. Nice. But I'll also mention this that the government really doesn't expect, but only about half of the people who have a business mm-hmm. to apply for this credit because of either lack of knowledge. Right. or lack of thinking that they qualify, or mm-hmm. well, for whatever reason, they only expect about half of the people. So there are a number of groups around who are trying to help just the general public to understand that these employee credits, these these particular tax credits, they're they're like a grant
5: mm-hmm. uh,
4: that you can claim for your company. Just to give you an example, a company could recover up to 26000 you know, you know $26,000 mm-hmm. per employee. Wow. Per employee. Yeah. So that uh, a company with only 10 employees, or the W 2 employees, they could get $260,000. Uh, That's but amazing. This particular grant is yeah. for, this recovery is for companies mainly between five and 500 employees. Wow. Although larger companies can get a benefit also, but not quite as much per employee.
2: Now, Richard, when we talk about companies, is this, and, and you say it basically is including just about every company that's in existence. Is this also the same for, let's just say, a company that is up at starting out as a company per se, or is it for, you know, companies that have been in existence for an extended period of time?
4: Well, not necessarily extended, but okay. not someone who's just starting this year. It's okay. really a gotcha. credit that applies to just two specific years. Okay, for those who were in business during twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one through the middle of the COVID nineteen pandemic, and they were uh, they were possibly you know had an, an impact to their business, mm-hmm. not necessarily exactly. losing money, Right. but they were, uh, they had an impact. Maybe they had to, um, instead of uh, having a, uh, a pizza shop, let's say that if they had a pizza shop and they uh, had people come in while well, mm-hmm. during COVID-19 restaurants had to close.
2: Close, exactly.
4: Maybe, right. So but maybe what they did, they went to like uh, delivery, right? right. Mm-hmm. They would still, they, they might even make more money on the, on the delivery, but because they were impacted by COVID, right. they would qualify for this credit Excellent. for those quarters of, uh, between 2020 mm-hmm. and 2021.
2: Thank you for for sharing, and I appreciate that. Now, are the benefits of the employee retention credit, the same for large and small employers?
4: Uh, no, it's not, actually. Just to be clear on that, yes. up to 500 employees, it's up to 26000 per employee for larger companies. There is a credit, but it's only about $2,000 per employee worth of recovery. Mm-hmm. But again, if you think about a company uh, that only has 100 employees, that's that's really like a million dollar recovery. Yeah. If they have 200 employees, that's $2 million Damn, for yeah. that one company wow. that they could recover and not have to pay back.
2: Mm. Yes, yes. I, I, I can just see some people smiling. <laughs> They, the radio at that latter part they, they, they that you just really,
4: shared. <laughs> they really should be because uh, this particular credit is not well known. Exactly because it's for those. You're right, and because it's for the, right, it for the past years, it, it it it's something that will be a refund. Mm-hmm. They've already paid their taxes, or they're already right. they have done. They are complete with 2020 and 2021. They're in the 22 year mm-hmm. they're in 2022. Mm. So any money recovered is a check that comes in <laughs> from the IRS.
2: That's beautiful. That has me smiling, Reggie, just so you know. it should.
5: It
2: <laughs> you affects- hear it in my voice, don't you? <laughs> it, affect- yes. Excellent. it affects your company. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, so Yeah. So, you know, like uh, for your company, I, I just kind of looked online and I saw that uh, you uh, were, well, at least for Odyssey, I think they're a, uh, Seven thousand employees, approximately. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a uh, that's a fourteen million dollar recovery. Yes, Odyssey. Yeah. if they apply.
2: Wow, you have done your homework, sir, and and I'm right. I'm just going to give you a radio hug for that. <laughs> I appreciate that. I really do. And with that said, let me again thank you so much, Radio Family, for the wonderful company, indeed. Excellent conversation with Clayton Financial Solutions. Our discussion, again, is asset recovery and the employee retention credit program with DeAndre Clayton and Reggie Briscoe. Reggie, how does one calculate, let's say, if an employer is a large or small employer for the ERC?
4: Well, again, uh, that's where the dividing line is, between 500 and above uh that's a large company for small companies 500 and below yeah uh so so that's how you would you know you would do it and we did mention already that it that it is uh 26k possible for those smaller companies which you know they'll get more bang for their buck because that's where the government wanted to put the money in the hands of those smaller companies
2: Excellent, excellent. Now, let me ask you this is the employee retention credit only for full time employees?
4: Certainly not, as long as they are a W 2 earner. Excellent. They could be part time, uh, but if they are a W 2 employee, then they are counted. And even with companies, I mentioned this, and we could talk about with this with, you know, if someone wants more information, but right. even if you're a, like a larger company, but let's say that your company. Uh, has uh, many divisions, and each division or each location is under a different EIN number. That's a tax reporting number. Right. Well those individual locations would be considered a company, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So you might think that you're a big company, but if you have three EIN numbers and that makes your company three little pieces, then you could be looked at as three little companies, in a sense, okay. which you could get a lot more money.
2: Oh, wow. That's great to know. I did not know that. I'm telling you, that's what I love about public affair programs such <laughs> as this, is that we really, really do receive the financial education that a lot of us need and definitely appreciate from gentlemen like yourselves. Now, let's stress this, Reggie, and I'm going to say this or ask you this question very slowly. Does the employee retention credit have to be paid back?
4: absolutely not okay. this is not the ppp program uh mm-hmm. you know you want to i thought you probably would ask about the ppp most people um in connection with uh, any type of support around covid 19 right. may have made a ppp loan mm-hmm. uh and those uh would have to be paid paid back but s- some of them under circumstances were forgiven in the sense right uh but that program as we know some people even abused but this particular True. program mm-hmm. the ERC the employee retention credit does not have to be paid back it becomes like a grant and there are also no stipulations on how you spend it
2: oh. you don't have
4: to pay it out to the employees right you don't have to do any this is money it's it's like funding free funding from the government because they want to stimulate the economy by means of discredit for those who were in business and were impacted through COVID-19. Wow.
2: Good to know with that, too. And you must be looking at my notes, Reggie, because that actually was going to be my next question. Can a person get both the ERC and the PPP loan?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, but there will be some type of a calculation, just to make the right. point. Uh, if they've taken PPP already, it doesn't rule them out. Uh, if they haven't taken PPP and they want to do uh, an ERC credit, but they also qualify for a PPP loan, they can get those funds also. That would be in addition, on top of the ERC funds right. of 26 k possibly per employee, wow. uh, they could get additional PPP money in order to inject their business with
2: some funding exactly so let's speaking of getting the help and attention that may be needed for anyone listening to us here on this public affairs program how do we reach out specifically to you reggie outside of the questions that i thank you for allowing me to ask you today how does a person get in contact with you if they do need additional information or have additional questions
4: no problem. I'm uh, working along with Clayton Financial again, and actually DeAndre, I believe, and I'm going to ask him to speak up here. He has an email address Excellent. to uh, uh, to provide so that if someone wants to send uh, some email mm-hmm. or if they want to go to his website, uh, they can certainly contact me uh, and even DeAndre because he's working along with me on this effort. Uh, to be able to get them the assistance that they need in order yes. to make these retention credits a reality for them. Thank you so much yes, for that. Yes. Uh,
3: so that email that you can reach, uh, either me or Reggie, at is so Team at gmail.com. So that's E-R-C-E-F-F-I-C-A-C-Y team at gmail.com.
2: Well, thank you that you knew how to spell efficacy because I was trying to <laughs> figure it out. I'm like, oh I'm my good. God. <laughs> yeah. You came no, well no, prepared, no. my friend. Thank you. No problem.
3: No problem. <laughs> I, if I name. could also include a couple things that I, I just wanted to touch on sure. as well in reference to it. Um, so the ERC can also go to companies that did actually terminate Okay. As long as they had employees throughout that time mm-hmm. of 2020 or 2021, they can still file even if they are no longer in business. business? Okay. So, so this is That's to a- help everyone who has really uh, gone through a hard time. Right. Um, and a- as Reggie was saying about, you know, the emphasis on trying to help smaller businesses um really is there because of the amount of money that they're giving. But we don't want to neglect that, you know, we have colleges that are always looking for funding. Yes. They qualify. Mm -hmm. We don't want to neglect that there's hospitals that are always looking for funding. They qualify. Qualify. We don't want to neglect that there's nonprofits Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. also uh, have W-2 workers. They qualify. qualify. So um, we want to be able to, Really, really assist you because uh, the companies that we've assisted so far uh, as a part of the team, uh, just to name some of the big companies, you know, we have uh, we have the GNCs, the Rolexes, the uh, Pinochle Foods, so on and yeah. so forth. But yeah. one, one thing that I really appreciate about our company, because I get this question all the time,
5: mm-hmm.
3: is, well, why would we use your company instead of just filing for it ourselves? Right. Because I got an accountant, right? Or or mm-hmm. my payroll department can do it. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to list a few of the uh, clients that we already have. CBIZ. ADP is a payroll department company. Wow. Jackson Hewitt wow. is also a client of ours. Ernst & Young is also a client of ours. So we already have people who are in the accounting field that needed our assistance to be able to complete this ERC
2: credit. And DeAndre, so, not to cut you short, but those companies that you just mentioned, these are well-established businesses, you know, right, for, for perhaps yeah. some of our, our younger audiences that may not be too familiar. Yeah, ask your moms and dads. They, they know exactly yeah. what we're talking about.
3: Well, for the younger ones, we also have a few uh, basketball teams. we got the Milwaukee Bucks, Los Angeles Lakers as clients. Uh, if you have a Visa card, we also have Visa as a client as well. So um, we're looking to help whoever, large, small, uh, because there's you know there's free money out there from the government and it's to stabilize people because the bottom line for so long has been employees. Exactly. Uh, whenever times get hard, 08 happens, companies fire everyone. Right, right? And in this case, what we're trying to do is change the mindset and be able to retain funds so that they can keep them or so that they can increase, uh, how attractive it is to actually go back into the workforce, uh, awesome. maybe up the benefits plan, you right. know, make your health benefits better, mm-hmm. match your 401ks exactly. more. Um, and that's really what our company is about In reference to it and Just one more point on the nonprofit front, we also do charity work. So if we help a nonprofit and board members of the nonprofit, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we have a a program called Line Up for Charity. And basically what it does is we take the proceeds that we receive for doing our job Mm -hmm. for you. Uh, And once again, it's contingent. So we don't get money unless you Mm -hmm. receive your millions. Mm -hmm. But we take the proceeds that we get Mm -hmm. And we put a part of it back into your company, into your nonprofit. Wow.
2: wow! Talk about giving um, back to to the community in so (laughs) many ways. And I said this before, DeAndre and Reggie, the timeliness with this much needed conversation and this discussion that we're having. When we think about where we are in just with life in general, the cost of living is becoming so difficult for many families because the price of everything is going up, food, gas, you know, even housing itself, you name it, it's becoming increasingly harder and harder for just a typical family to try to keep gas in the car, Mm -hmm. food on the table, and, you know, with some families living from paycheck to paycheck, not even knowing if they're going to even receive that next paycheck, like we say, because... The pandemic has just caused so much job loss. Though we're slowly recovering, there's still a lot of families who are not. And they're still, like you said, in in dire financial straits. So how wonderful to, to get this information from Clayton Financial Solutions to know that gentlemen like you, DeAndre, and Reggie, are just a phone call or email away.
3: Sure, for sure. Well, thank you for giving us a platform to talk about Absolutely. it because people do well, need thank help. thank you
2: for taking advantage of the platform <laughs> that has been offered on this particular day. And obviously, I am looking forward to, as I always like to say, in closing, there are never any goodbyes. So I, I'm really hoping that we will continue this conversation at, at a later date. And we'll discuss all of that once we get off air, but Deandre or Reggie, any other additional closing comments you'd like to make today?
4: No, I'd just like to, uh, to thank you for having us. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Uh, I just realized that, uh, you know, helping people is kind of the main reward here. There yeah. is a little bit of uh, financial recovery that happens, uh, along the way right. with us, you know, so we're able to kind of, you know, on preparing for our retirements or preparing for this that and the other but the major reward is helping folks uh and uh even if we don't make a dime we we just love to share information that really should be common knowledge for everyone but it's it's, it's not, definitely not, yeah. and so someone has to shout the call.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you both gentlemen for for the shout out because it's definitely, hopefully, has been heard loud and clear on this weekend edition of Community Focus. Uh, DeAndre, any closing thoughts from you, sir?
3: Uh, well, I mean, you know me. I'm I'm the hyper educator. Anybody who's ever spent time with me knows that I can just talk for days about uh just really trying to emancipate people's minds because i do believe that uh education does take us so far so um for those who uh as i look into our communities we have hbcus we have for instance uh, uh president biden who's coming uh you know I- i'm curious about you know the colleges in our areas are they aware um, to be able to provide this funding because they've been on the front lines, uh, the hospitals, they've been on the front lines. And so, uh, we, we really want to reach over and see how we can support the best way possible, Mm -hmm. uh, so that those individuals who have been working throughout this pandemic, who've been going through this trauma can feel like their companies do appreciate them more, um, by upping, uh, different incentives for them as a byproduct of receiving this money back from the government, because that's really what it's about. Um, and for those who have uh, gone through foreclosures, your life is not over. Give us a give us a call and let us see what we can do for you.
2: Absolutely. And share that information one final time, DeAndre.
3: Uh, so for uh, foreclosures, if you are having any issues in regards to that, Uh, You can contact me at cfsrecoverybiz at gmail.com. My website is also claytonfinancialsolutions.com. You can always visit me there and also see my lovely wife on there as well. (laughs) Um, And uh, you can also check out for um, if you're having any issues as a company filing for the ERC or you're interested or you never heard of it and you want some education uh, about how to proceed, contact us at ERC Efficacy Team at gmail. And that's E-R-C-E-F-F-I-C-A-C-Y-T-E-A-M at gmail.com.
2: Thank you so much, DeAndre Clayton and Reggie Briscoe. Radio family, it is good to have you back here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. Thank you for sharing this much-needed information. I appreciate both you brothers. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. And thank you, Radio Family, for just being here, as you are every weekend. And, indeed, I enjoy wonderful conversations with all members of this Community Focus family. So, indeed, no goodbyes. Until next time, please stay safe, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and you have been listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Everyone take care.